Welcome to another episode of Behind the Dreamers. I'm Jennifer Loading, and we are talking to the achievers, the creators, the magic makers, and the dreamers. These are our friends, these are your friends, and they are living the extraordinary. Well, I am so excited about this episode because as you can see, we are not in studio. We are out and about in the Allen area. So I'm so excited about my guest today, but let me give you guys just a little snippet about him. And it's not really even all that little, but it's great. He's a business owner and a retired professional fighter. He started boxing at the late age of 20 and quickly became an amateur champion. He was a five-time Dallas Golden Gloves champion and a three-time Texas State amateur champion. He was on the 2009 USA Boxing National Team and he was ranked number three in the nation. He competed in the 2012 Olympic trials before turning professional. As a professional fighter, he won the Texas Super Middleweight title. He was ranked in the top 15 professional boxers in the United States. And then life took a turn for him. So we're gonna hear from him in just a few minutes. But before we do that, I do wanna give a quick shout out to our sponsors. So today's episode is brought to you by Walt Mills Photography. If you are a creator needing post-production, consultation, or promotion, Walt is your guy. Whether short films, YouTube films, photography work, or a new headshot, Walt can help you find a solution to match your needs. To learn more about him and his work, you want to go to photosbywalt.com. All right, you ready for this? I'm ready. All right, this is going to be exciting. So, super excited here. Tony Mack, he is the owner of T-Mac Elite Training, a boxing gym designed for both a professional athlete and your next door neighbor. Tony teaches the true principles of boxing while helping people to get in shape. T-Mac Elite Training focuses on bringing the best out of every person. He's trained multiple professional basketball players, college and NFL football players. He coaches multiple amateur champions, professional boxers, and MMA UFC fighters, which I'm excited to hear about yes. this part. He says that T-Mac fighters, athletes, and non-athletes alike enjoy the positive energy, commitment, and encouragement that guides the T-Mac elite training team. So, yes. Tony, we are so excited to be here. So thank you for having us here. <laughs> thank and thank you. you for being on our show. Thank you. More than welcome. Thank you. I'm happy. I'm this, excited. This is going to be fun. And it's so it's different because be we're not like in studio. We're out. And so I always say these are so much more fun because you kind of get the raw, like me dropping the paper on the floor, you know. Authenticity. <laughs> exactly. Got to be authentic. Exactly. And of course, we're in the gym and we've got people working out yeah. around us. Which you might is hear some weight slam every now and then. It might catch you off guard. So, hey. It's going to be good. <laughs> exactly. All right. So I want to open this up really quick. I want to start off, first of all, talking about the box and like what led you to that? Because obviously that has influenced what you're doing now. So did you come out of the womb thinking you were going to be doing this or was this kind of something that happened that led you to it? Boxing found me. Found you. Interesting. Yeah, uh, never in my life thought I would box. I graduated high school, went to Collin County Community College was there for a year trying to figure out what I'm going to do with my life. I was working jobs. And so I was at my, you know, college apartment, at Century Court Apartments. I picked up trash for a living to keep my free rent. Yeah. Picked up trash. I was a porter where I had to keep the apartments furnished. And so I was doing that. And I was working at the fitness facility. And so in order for me to keep my free rent, I got to keep help people move in. And so one guy was an in-shape guy and, his, um, and he came in and the apartments asked me to help him move in. And then I was helping him move his stuff in. He was in shape, he had a cut off shirt, like, yo, what do you do? He's like, well, I box. I was like, all right, cool. So I thought nothing of it. So along the way, him and I, we built a relationship, started hanging out, started working out. And then he told me, he's like, yo, if you want to get a real workout, 
one day, come to the gym with me. Mm. And then I went to a gym, it was PFC in Richardson, in a garage, a hardcore gym. And when I went in, I was just in, in immediate like, like sh shocked. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is a real boxing gym. Never even thought about boxing in my life. Wow. But then I ended up working out with Brandon. He's the guy that introduced me to boxing. I ended up working out with him. And then I was doing the workouts he asked me to do. And then I was completing them. And then the coach came to me. He was like, hey, man, if you keep this up, you could be a boxer one day. I was like, really? You think I can be? And then just that little seed he put into me led into that. I just kept going back to the gym. And that's wow. a long story behind that, but it's, it's pretty cool. I, I think it's all interesting. And that's what's so fun about these stories that we talk about on this show is that it's you know, some people, when they're young, they kind of know what they want to do, right? Like they come out and they're like, I want to be a doctor. I want to do this. But I think most of us, it's like things sort of happen and, and like, we don't even think about it. And then something kind of sparks and we're like, hey, we're going to do this. And then it sort of evolves. And I think mm -hmm. it's really neat how... You know, like when you look at what you're doing right now, having this gym and what you're getting to do now, how it really centers around what you got to do just in a different area and a different aspect of 100%. that. So talk a little bit about that, because I didn't mention that in the bio, what, what led you to this this fitness facility? Because you went out of pro, you had this yeah. change that forced mm -hmm. you out of boxing and then you moved into this new arena where you're still getting to essentially kind of see the boxing scene, but it's not in it. You know? not in it. So during my career, I was always personal training because boxing is a poor man's sport if you're not all the way at the top if you're in the, in the professional ranks you don't get paid when you first start mm, okay until you work your way up the ranks yeah so I was doing like personal training teaching out of box during my career sure. and so my goal was to eventually own a gym or eventually be a boxing trainer because I didn't want to work a nine-to-five so I always wanted to be a, box, a boxing trainer but I didn't think it was going to come so early. So during my career, I was climbing up the ranks. And then out of nowhere, I had to detach retina. And that's what stopped me from becoming the champion I wanted to become. Because I, I was willing to dedicate it all to become a world champion. Yeah. And so God, he said he had another plan for me, yeah. basically. And so detached retina is what stopped me from becoming the champion I wanted to do. And then during that moment... Of recovering from detached retina. Have you had? Do you know the recovery of detached retina? No, product? I don't know anything about it. Yeah. So no. you gotta go. You gotta have surgery. Wow. And you gotta. They gotta go in your eye and put a gas bubble in your eye, oh. or an oil bubble, or yeah. wrap a band around it. Wow. You have to look down for two weeks. You can't look up for two weeks. So I have to sleep in a massage bed. I have to look down, walk around for two weeks, and I had five of those eye surgeries. Oh, so every goodness. time I try to get better. My, my retina detached. Oh, and wow. so during that time, that's when I discovered personal development. I, I discovered um, Les Brown. I discovered Earl Nightingale. I discovered Jim Rohn. And they were speaking some amazing things. Yep. And then um, it just inspired me to keep going. Yeah. Like God have a plan for you. And so um, during that time, I was like, you know what? I think I can own a gym. So I was on my way to a fight. And it was I was on my, I was on my way to a Canelo Alvarez fight. And I spoke with my manager and my business partner, Nathan. And he, I was like, Nate, I really think I could own a gym because I was working for somebody else teaching personal training. I was like, if this guy could do it, I can own a gym. Yeah, and so yeah. he was like, if you're serious, go get an LLC and we'll look for a location. Mm -hmm. And then I had no idea what an LLC was or right, anything like that. Right. And so I just did the research, <laughs> went to go get my LLC and um, we'll start looking for a location. That's how I found this place. That's awesome. And it's the hidden gym. It's the hidden gym I at the like time. It. At the time, it was the den. It was a rugby okay. facility. Oh, wow. And 
it was nothing here. It was empty. Yeah. It was just for rugby players. Guys from Australia moved here. They started to try to start a rugby facility, but they was the business wasn't doing good. And so someone asked me to be like, hey, Tony, besides you going to get your own location, why don't you ask to go move in to another gym and start fresh? Yeah. And ask them to help build up their, you know, build your business and someone else's business to, you know, till you get started. Yeah. And then they end up working and end up, I started with like one or two bags. Gotcha. Started with like one member. One member, yeah. <laughs> and um, I just kept, kept staying consistent and then eventually they hit in the den. So did to Greg, McCoy, which ended up being my business partner, and we ended up building this together. I like and, it. Yeah. And like so that's it. how it started. That's how the fitness journey started. That's awesome. Well, and you talked about, I want to back up just a little bit because you talked just, to, no, 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 yeah. this is good. No, we need all this, but I want to back up. talking sometimes. Yeah. Stop. No, it's good. It's good because I mean, they need to hear all this. But I, I want to back up to when you were talking about finding the personal development because I think it's always interesting how when I talk to people like that didn't grow up maybe with personal development, we didn't, like, I didn't have it in my house. I didn't know what it was, right? And I think like there's a moment, like a defining moment mm -hmm. when you, everybody I talked to, like I had a guy on my show that I launched like last January. He had been great, great guy. He'd been in prison and he was talking about how, while he was in prison, he came up, started reading. I think it was, uh, I think it was either entrepreneur Forbes. He started reading like a magazine and it kind of started like spawning some of this personal. And then he started train. He was training in the facility and then he got into all this personal development stuff and it started changing his life. Mm -hmm. And so I always feel like there's like this moment. I like to say it's like we have a coming to Jesus moment maybe mm -hmm. where we realize we got to do something. We got to change something 100%. the way we're thinking, right? Like we have to change the way we're thinking about something because you were obviously in a really, that's that explaining it just made my skin go. Yeah, it's, mm. it's tough. 100%. Cringe, just thinking about having to go through that process. Yeah. But to get through that, you had to develop some not, I mean, I'm sure during boxing, you developed some impeccable skill mindset, 100%. right? 100%. But to get through that, you had to really have some mindset for that, you know? And that's what got me through business because the lessons that boxing taught me right. helped me with business. The disciplines that boxing taught me helped me through business. Getting punched in the mouth. Help me get punched in the mouth in business. Yeah. Help me get back on my feet. But the disciplines through boxing, the disciplines that I learned through personal development helps a lot when it comes to business. Yeah. And I've talked about that too, how, because I interview a lot of athletes and, you know, I've had all kinds. I've had some boxers, like I said, I've had football players, I've had different people. And I always bring that question up how the parallels between, you know, athleticism and then in your business, because there are a lot of parallels in it, right? And I think anytime you have to deal with adversity, and you learn it in anything, then you can transfer those life skills over anything you're doing, business included. 100%. So, yes. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. So, um, so now you're doing this gym. And mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about this place. Like, who's coming over here? What we got going on in here? Because there's all kinds of things happening here. We talked about, we talked about fighters, and you got all these cool people coming in here. So, so I have a bunch of UFC fighters. I trained um, Stephen Peterson, Charles Bird, Rashad Coulter, Macy Chisholm. Um, wow. Had Ryan Benoit, Fernie Garcia, all the UFC, active UFC fighters. Not only that, I have NBA players. I had Jason Maxwell come through here. I had uh, Chris Warren, Jay Warren. These guys are European players. Now I got training Greg Hardy, ex-NFL player. He's back there now. That's awesome. Ex-Cowboy player, and he's one of my main fighters. That's so we doing our, he got his first headline at the Tower Club doing our black tie event coming up soon. We'll talk more about that. Yep, yep. Um, and now I also have the, Current active Dallas Cowboys. Very cool. Yeah, I trained Michael Parson, Brandon Cooks, um, Osa. I forgot his, how to pronounce his last name. It was one of the long last names. Yes. Stefan Gilmore. 
Um, this is so awesome. Yeah, so I have, I, I, got, I got a pretty good stable. I got up and coming amateur fighters. Yeah. My coaching staff is amazing. It's just, yeah, you're current, I, I hire current fighters or ex fighters to coach so we can teach principles of boxing. Yeah, so, that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, and you're going to probably laugh because I actually do watch some UFC. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I so, love it. <laughs> I don't know all of them, but I do pay attention to some of the stuff on the UFC. I actually like watching the girls a lot of times because yeah, I think they're, they're, they're I think tough. those girls are pretty badass hey, to watch. <laughs> I like training a lot more, a lot of women because they're more graceful on the mitts. Yes. Because guys, they want to show how tough they right, are. Right. They're more graceful, more skilled. But when it comes to fighting, they are. I was they are say, mean. They're mean. I've when seen. it comes to training, they're graceful. When it comes to they get out there in the real when thing. When they get in the thing, they they can scrap. <laughs> That's so cool. That's so cool. So I do want to kind of ask you a question because we talked about you know the discipline and what you learned in in boxing, but. What would you say? Because you, well, you talked about just a few minutes ago, you know, this was one bag at a time, one client at a time. What do you feel like attributed to the success in this place? Like what's been the thing here that's, that's making this the spot? It's not, no, it's no secret. It's, it's 80% of success is showing up. Yeah. I learned on a job. Well, I didn't know a thing when I was going through things in life, I just showed up. Yeah. I just kept showing up, kept giving my best and uh, learn on the job, continue to get better. And that's what's the success. And then um, that's what it is. I just kept showing up, yeah. just kept getting better. Yeah. And just kept envisioning where I wanted the gym to be. And then um, what really helped me is when I hired business coaches. Mm, like um, business coaches really took my mindset to another level. Yeah. Shout out to my business coaches. My first one with Nathan Pivotone, then Keith Crap, and now I have a phenomenal business coach, Michelle Blakely. She's awesome. a game changer for yeah, me. Yeah, good. It's and great. these, they took my mindset to a whole nother level. They taught me how to know my worth, know my value, how to stand up for myself because I was too nice. Mm. And when it comes to business, you can't be too nice because I'd be the type that put myself in the poor hole first. Yeah, help somebody before else. help somebody else. Yeah. And so they teach me how to still do that, but still protect myself. So hiring business coaches will really help me grow this business because yeah. it changed my mindset. It's so funny that you say that. I met somebody today. I was talking to a gal this morning, a potential guest. She she has a, you're going to probably love this. She does this podcasting and they talk about sports and stuff, which I thought is really interesting for a woman. Mm -hmm. I like her, totally like her. But that was one of the things she was talking about was having mentorship and whether that's a business coach or mentor, what yeah, that looks like. Everybody's different. Thing, Everybody yeah. needs different things. But I was telling her, you know, having come from, I, I don't know if I shared with you, I was in Mary Kay for 22 years. So I was in leadership. And so we, you know, the whole time I was in there, I've always had mentors. And so I really didn't understand what it was like to have a business without having mentors and coaches. And then when I, you know, I left that, that organization in 22, I was kind of, I formed my LLC in 2018. It was kind of bridging my way out. Uh -huh. And I realized as I was networking, how many people don't really have mentors or coaches to work with. And they struggle because they don't know what they don't know, right? 100%. Like you, you don't know what you don't know. And it's almost like when you get on the other side and you start realizing the capacity of what you can do, like you're saying your self-worth and how to, how to, part of that not being nice, I think goes with the self-worth, like, right? When you become, you understand your value and what you bring to the table and all that. But when you get on that other side and you start recognizing all that, it's like, wow. It makes such a huge difference in how you show up every day and in what you're doing. And your people respect you differently as 100%. well. 100%. And the biggest thing that helped me with a business coach is things I was trying to figure out for three years, they figured it out in eight seconds. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and it was a game changer. I'm, right? I'm like, crap. You're like, <laughs> and that's what, that's the biggest thing is like, I've been trying to do, you try to do things on your own. There's only, only so much you can do on right. your own. When you reach out and you ask for help and then you 
you invest in yourself, pay the price because they're not cheap. No. But no. you'll get your return if you do the work. Yeah. yeah. And if you do the work and you stay consistent doing the work, great things happen. Yeah. Well, I yeah. think two things I would say from that is that the willingness that you took to invest in yourself to saying, hey, I'm worth it to do this. But also, I think the thing that keeps sticking with me is you're showing up, the talking about the showing up, mm -hmm. right? Because a lot of the people that I talk to about success, and I think we talked about Cam even, he talks about that. He said, boy, I just showed up, I did the things that nobody was willing to do, right? 100%. Like I did the things, people. I would run to the gym or whatever it was, the things that people are not willing to do every day, 100%. right? And that's what I tell people all the time when I'm working with them is that it's really just being committed to doing what other people are not willing to do. Consistency, that's, that's it. Being Commitment and consistency, that's yeah. it. This is good stuff. So, I know you have a big event coming up. We want to yes. talk about that because we're going to yes. like get want to get that out. It's coming Perfect. up very quickly. So, let's talk about that. What is what do we have going on here at the end of the month? September 30th is our third annual fight night. It's a black tie event. This is an event you do not you want to overdress. I want I like you to, you got to come overdress. <laughs> I need you to come suited and booted. I love it. It's the past 2 years we've done amateur boxing. It's at the Tower Club, Dallas, on a 48th floor. You get to see the entire city of Dallas. Wow. You can even see Fort Worth from there. Wow, it's awesome. Um, this year we're doing professional fighting. Cool. We got Greg Hardy. He's a ex-professional Cowboys player. He's headlining versus Greg Corbin. He's a well-known Dallas fighter, 15-2. Awesome. And we got some up-and-coming future champions on the undercard. Wow. We're going to have anywhere from about six to nine fights on the card. Awesome. It's a VIP. You have your open bar in the VIP, uh, VIP pre-fights. Then it's just a good night of, of fun and watching boxing. Yeah, it sounds like we'll make sure too when we get this out, we'll yeah. put a promo. I got pictures and stuff like where you get to okay. see everybody in the good. black tie and the black tie attire and it's just, it's yeah. a fun night. And I'm just blessed that it's a third year. And shout out to Tower Club for giving me the opportunity to get out my dreams for being a boxing promoter. I always wanted to take us to the next level. Now I get the opportunity to be a boxing promoter. So Isn't that it's fun? Cool. It's a blessing. That's so I'm fun. excited. So I had a, a guy on my show that was a professional motocross. So like Evil Knievel. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because he was, he kind of does the same thing now. He's on ESPN and stuff and he actually does like the, the sports announcing and stuff like, you know, rating them and all that stuff afterwards. And so because he used to be, uh, a, a writer and then he yeah. got injured and so now he doesn't get to do that anymore but now he gets to do like the announcing and mm -hmm. all that and I follow him in my you know on Instagram yeah. I see all his stuff he's he's from Australia so it's very cool oh, accent cool. but he, he was in Germany when I did his show you know I mean he travels all over and does this sports announcing and stuff and not something he had planned to do but like you went in this area and then sort of gets to now be a part of it but yeah. just in a different capacity yeah, 100%. so you get to do it from the safe side now you get 100%. to 100% I don't have know? to get punched in the mouth no more exactly exactly <laughs> I think it's so Cool. So what I do want to ask you before we tell everybody where yep. to find you, maybe advice for somebody, let's say somebody who wants to, I don't know, maybe they decide they want to go into boxing, maybe they want to open a gym, maybe whatever it is, they're starting out. What is something we want to offer them as some advice? You've said a lot of really good things here, so maybe just a final punch for them. Let me think. It's a lot. My brain is going everywhere when it comes <laughs> to stuff like this. I got to think. Um, some of the stuff is very cliche, but it works. Basic wins. So... Uh, Never give up. Mm, I like Do that. not quit. Stay consistent. You have to be dedicated. And once you become dedicated, you got to be disciplined. 
and you have to continue to stay hungry. Mm, that's a Les Brown. Yeah. Got to be hungry. <laughs> Got to be hungry. Got to stay hungry. It's definitely Les Brown. Um, you have to be willing to run through a brick wall to be successful. Bad things are going to happen, but if you just keep walking through the fire with a smile on your face, you will be successful. Good. Um, remember, if you want to get into business, just know the customer is the boss. Yeah, that's you, true. You, you, you might be the business owner, you might own it, but the customers, they pay for everything. The customers keep your lights on, so they could be down and dirty. They could be the nicest people ever, right? but you still got to respect them because they're the ones that keep the lights on. I love it. So just remember that. Remember that. Be professional at all times. And um, enjoy what you do. And you never, you would not have fun. You would not be successful. And you would not stick through the bad times if you do not enjoy what you do. So you have to stay consistent, keep a smile on your face, and have fun. If you're not having fun, it's pointless. I agree with you. Because you won't make it. I agree with you, you on that. One. You won't, you'll quit quick. I agree. You I agree quit with you. quick. That makes sense. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> you, will, you will I agree. You gotta have fun. Okay, I wanna do some fun questions. Yes. With you. I just thought I need to do this since you're an athlete, you've been an athlete, because I think this is gonna be fun. Oh, uh, gotcha. Okay, so I wanna know where is like the coolest place you've traveled, like the most fun place that you've traveled to? Beijing, China. Ooh. Very cool. Was, that for, was it for fighting? It was or for, for UFC fight. Okay, fine. I worked one of my UFC fighters' corner, Rashad Coulter. Okay. And the coolest thing about Beijing, I went to go see the wall, of, the Great Wall of China. Yeah. That was dope. Uh, also, um, we went to the nightclub, and no one sp spoke no English <laughs> at all. It was they. It was very. It was. It was. The language barrier was there. But when a rap song came on, they Everybody knew every knew word. <laughs> they knew <laughs> every word. The they, they, they knew every single word. I was just. You felt it home then. It's like I all mean, of a sudden we got you in a Yeah, I mean, it, it, was, it was the coolest stuff ever. And they treated us like a celebrity. Like when we just walk on the street. What I mean by that is that when they see when African-Americans or they see sure. somebody with blonde hair, blue eyes. Yeah. We was walking to Great Wall of China. They was literally taking pictures of us. They had no idea who we was. <laughs> like somebody you're like a European, I know we're famous just because they, I don't know, they was just, they, hand, they were literally handing me their baby, taking, taking a picture, they have no idea. Little like, did they know, right? I know, right? It was just, That's so that funny. was cool. Maybe they, see, maybe secret, secretly somebody knew. Yeah, I know, right? That was, that was, that was hilarious. I know. That's so awesome. Okay, so um, I know you work out and stuff, so tell me like, what is your one guilty pleasure food? Like the one thing that you're like, Oh my God. You have a uh, couple of them? For one, is my go to is Welch's fruit snacks. <laughs> I can eat those all day. <laughs> my uh, son would actually might go with you on that one. Oh man. Wings, you can't wings, do like wings. the off, they have to be Welch's. They gotta be Welch's. That's him, fruit like snacks. no Walmart brand, no. none of the other brands. I'm traveling in a car, I get like four or five bags, I just, <laughs> I just like to eat them. <laughs> Wings. That's good. That's good. Oh my God. Wings. I love wings. These are not too terribly bad unless you but, get like, you know. You know, with the yeah. fries. Yeah. yeah uh, there you go. You start adding the, yeah, I'm with oh you. Oh my gosh. The, uh, what is that? Cold Stone ice cream? Oh. You just go hard. Yeah. Go hard. I could do that with the Andes custard. Oh my that's, gosh. That's, 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 that's but, yeah. the, but Welch's is my, okay, well, I love I'll it. eat those till my tooth hurt. Okay. It's my teeth hurt, so. I guess they're not terrible. They're not the worst thing. It's not the worst, yeah. but okay. when you have three or four bags, it's pretty bad. <laughs> All right. One last question I want to ask you. 
Favorite book, because I know you've read some stuff. So favorite mm. book. My favorite book is a book by Jan Sincero, You Are a Badass at Making Money. I have that book. That's, that's, my that's favorite one of my book. favorite books too. It's green. My favorite it book that green. covers green. That's, that's a game changer. <laughs> I actually have the book at home. Um, it is a game changer, I agree. So get that book. Get that book, that's a game changer. There's so many books I love. Um, one of my first books that I read from beginning to end is 50 Cent Book. Mm. Hustle Harder, Hustle yeah. Smarter. Yeah. Um, I read that one. I'll have to check that one out. Uh, Marie Farleo, um, everything is figure outable. Figure outable. I like that. Yeah, everything That's is figure outable. I say figure outable. Um, it's a great word. I think uh, Mark Manson, uh -huh. yeah, Chasing a Lion. Yeah. Mark Manson. Um, I like his stuff. The, the, the Magic of Thinking Big. I forgot his name, but that was one of my big ones. The Go Giver. Mm, the Go Giver yes, is one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, I forgot the author name, but I know. Pindar, he's the greatest guy inside the book. Uh, Think of Grow Rich, yeah. Napoleon Hill. Yeah. Um, Hopefully they're getting a book. They're getting yeah, right, they, right these rich, down, right? All these Napoleon books. Napoleon Hill. I have, man, I have so many books. To, reading is a game changer for me. Yeah. Like I used to I hate agree. reading. I did not like reading. But once I discovered the power of reading, it's amazing. Yeah, I agree um, with you. I got so many more. I know, you got to look and think about it. What they got on the list. I, like the, I don't yeah. ask this question all the time, but I do every once in a while. Yeah. It's good, because I've gotten some book titles off of this from asking this question. Yeah, so. I, got, I got a list of yeah. books I can yeah. show you. And, well, and I'm glad that you're reading, because I'm like you. I didn't grow up like it. I mean, I did read, uh -huh. but I didn't really enjoy it. And yeah. It wasn't until I started really... I have a whole story I talk yes. about that when I made a defining moment to start yeah. reading every day and it changed my life. You know? The subtle art of not giving a There it is. Voice. There that's it is. That's one of my favorites. Yep. 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 That, yep. I, I've actually read that. Yeah, one. that's one of my favorites. All right. So if our audience wants to get in touch with you, maybe they want to come check this facility out, find out more about you, this event you've got coming up. Where do you want us to send them? Instagram, T Mac Elite Training. Twitter, TKO Tony Mac. Okay. Um, Facebook. Tony Mac the second, Tony Mac the second. Yeah, so the main one is Instagram, T Mac Elite Training, all one word. Yeah, and if they reach out to me, if they can't find you, they can find me yeah, and I can find inbox you. Inbox me. Or he's, yeah. easy, he's easy to find. So. Or you can um, yeah. email us at tmacelitetraining at gmail.com. It's been fun, Tony. Thank you for letting us thank come you. here today. This has been so much fun. <laughs> thank for you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. And I'm excited about your event that's coming up. You and so. come. I know, it looks like fun. I, yeah. I, I was looking at your video the other day, your clip you had going. I'm like, this looks fun. It's going to be right. good. We do want to say to our audience, of course, if you enjoy the show, please be sure you go check us out on Apple and hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Give us a review over there. And, of course, I want to leave you with a parting thought. I say the same thing every week. In order to live the extraordinary, you must start, and every start begins with a decision. You guys take care. Be safe. Be kind to one another. We'll see you next time. I love it. Thank you.